Welcome to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. I'm Tori Mystic, here with my dogs, Lucy and Bert. Together, we're interviewing cool, creative women entrepreneurs in the pet industry. Do you dream of working alongside your dog? Then sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode to find the inspiration and resources that will help you grow your own dog-inspired business. On this episode, I got to talk to a major dog lover. I thought everyone might like to hear from someone who's a little different than my regular guests. This dog mom is making a big impact in the lives of dogs through her work in the veterinary field as a groomer, dog sitter, and now a trainer. The biggest takeaway I hope you get from this episode is to take chances and be open-minded about where your career path is headed. As long as it's somehow related to dogs, of course. (laughs) You don't always need a fancy degree or decades of experience. You can pursue your dreams just like today's guest. Shannon Standiford started working professionally with animals at a young age and has experience working in the veterinary field, the dog sitting industry, dog grooming, and now dog training and pet vlogging. She believes that every dog job has its pros and cons and that any animal lover can find their dream job just by stepping out of their comfort zone and trying a few new things. Whether it be a side gig or a full-time hustle, the animal industry has an incredible amount to offer and it may not be as out of reach as you think. Hey, Shannon. Hi, I'm so happy to be here today. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to have you on here because you have so much cool experience in like so many different areas of the dog world. So I'm excited to hear about what you've done. Yeah, well, I mean, I I adore working with animals. I started working with them professionally probably about five years ago. But I mean, I've been doing side stuff ever since I was little. And I continue to do it all throughout my process of, you know, trying out all these different jobs working with animals. Do you remember what your first job was working with animals and, and how that came to be? Well, I mean, I always loved working with animals. Like, even when I was younger, just training my family's dogs or taking care of my neighbor's dogs or walking them, you know, I mean, every young kid has a little job like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I always did that, and I loved it. Out of high school, I immediately went to college for business, and I went for a year. I wasn't a big fan of it. (laughs) I had a feeling it just wasn't for me. I wanted to try something new. I wasn't really sure what that was going to be. And I had my little dog, Nikki, with me. He's a little toy fox terrier. Um, I had him since I was eight years old. And I mean, really, he was the reason why I wanted to work with dogs. Uh, We had such a strong connection. And it really, it really just gave me this idea to start doing research and look it up. And uh, I, I happened to come across working in the veterinary field. And, and, you know, like every little kid, when you think working with animals, kind of the first thing that your mind goes to is working with, you know, in the, as a vet or, or something alike. And uh, so I reached out to probably about 10 to 15 vets in the area. And I lived in Colorado at the time, so there wasn't a ton. I lived in a little small town. And one one of them, the 15 that I contacted, got back to me immediately and was just like, hey, do you want to come shadow some surgeries for the day? And I was like, really? I was like, sure. So, so I went ahead and I went to this clinic. It was a clinic of about three or four people, really small. And just right off the bat, I just loved it. I, I just knew that working with animals was something that I was going to be doing for the rest of my life. 
and they were super encouraging about it. They're like, you're so good with them. Like, and, and after shadowing for a day, they're like, we're looking for an assistant. Do you want to work for us? And I was like, sure. <laughs> I was like, okay. So it literally came out of absolutely nowhere and it was seasonal. So I worked there for about five months and I just loved every single second of it. And I think it's huge about like loving the people that you work with. I mean, that's the, you know, they're the ones that really make or break it. And they're all just so kind and nice to me and encouraging. When that job ended, I, I knew I still needed to work with animals. I literally went on Indeed, looked up dogs, and then went from there to see what they had to offer. And I found um, a job as a dog bather working for PetSmart. And oh. so that was where it all started. It was about three years ago. And, uh, and I was a groomer for about three years. Mm-hmm. I still do it. I do it part-time. And um, it's just something that I feel like is a really awesome talent and skill to have. You can always just keep in your back pocket. So right. I've been doing that for three years. I think with dog grooming, there's seems like there's so much to know. It was like, and I think probably working for a big company like PetSmart, they probably have like an extensive training thing. It is um, very extensive. Yes. So I what kind of like how long did it take, and like what kind of stuff did you do? Because like every dog is different and there's so much to know like some dogs get their hair cut some don't and some there's have just, like tear stains and some don't and, so yeah. much. there really is just so much to learn about it I had no idea what I was really getting into when I when I started I I knew it sounded like it made sense I mean bathing dogs you just sit there and bathe dogs all day right there's so much more to it you got to clean their ears <laughs> got to brush their teeth you got to do the nails you have to do all this crazy stuff, sometimes even gross stuff. Yes, <laughs> just, I'm sure. It was, a, <laughs> it was a lot to learn in a short amount of time. But how it typically goes with a corporate company like PetSmart, and I'm sure this is how it goes at someplace like Petco as well, is uh, you do go to a school. So I went ahead and I was a bather for three months. They sent me to school for... It was like for, Dog Beauty Academy. Exactly. That's pretty much what it is. That's awesome. So when you're at this school, you learn how to do the haircuts. And so it's just more advanced stuff than just bathing them. And then you do on-the-job training for about six months. So I did that. And, I mean, through every step of the way, I really liked all the people that I worked with. And it's just huge to have people to um, to learn from. And it was just a really awesome experience for me. And as I really did love grooming, I just... I knew that there was more out there, and I knew that I still had a dream of being a vet tech, so I went ahead and I went to school for becoming a vet tech, and I it was all online, and then you apprentice at other hospitals throughout the whole program, and as I was doing this, it was, you know, I, I went through it for about a year and a half at that point, and uh, it's just somewhere along the lines, I kind of just lost touch with that passion of wanting to become a vet tech still. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling a huge part of it was when I lost my own dog, Nikki, the one that I was talking about earlier. Yeah. He yeah. passed last year and uh, he was 15 years old. So he was really old, Oh, <laughs> but he lived a really long, awesome life. I just adored him. But I think for some reason, after experiencing that, it was, you know, become working the vet field can be really difficult. I mean, you're going to see a lot of hard things. You're going to get emotional. Mm-hmm. You know, there's... Mm-hmm be stuff that you're going to have to toughen through. And, uh, I just didn't really see it in my, in my interest anymore to keep going on with it. Yeah. And, I've always uh, said that you have to either have a huge heart or you have to be like completely soulless <laughs> because <laughs> it's, it's a really intense 
industry to be in just because animals are just so wonderful. But the other thing I was thinking while you were talking is that like the reoccurring thing that you love about every job is the awesome people and obviously the dogs Mm -hmm. too, but like, you know, being able to work with great people. And so probably going to school online where there's like no human interaction, that might have also kind of you know, like lost <laughs> that the passion for it. Had some, something to do with it too. Yeah, it was very like the the big thing about the online school though was you did have to go to hospitals and uh, you did have to like you know have these one on one interactions with all these people. It was hard because you're definitely going to run into people who do not have the same passion as you. Right. I wouldn't say a lot of people want to. I mean, one of the things I talked about in my blog post on the best dog job for you was talking about how there's going to be difficult people along the way, and it takes a certain type of personality to get through that. And every single dog job, you might meet someone who just isn't as interested in the dogs as you, and they're just looking for a job that didn't require a degree, and they were just trying to coast along. It, it can become really difficult working with people like that because it's just, it really discourages and it really just won't work every day right you know you don't want to see someone who doesn't even like dogs working with them that's where a huge stuff like all the drama with a lot of dog grooming salons and drama with uh that's like um you know just overall people who work with dogs yeah i'm surprised there actually aren't reality shows like there's so many reality shows i feel like (laughs) at salons for people like there's, I just think that every reality show should have like a dog counterpart to it. <laughs> Literally, there would be so much drama. <laughs> no it would be, like there should just be, a ch- I think there should be a channel where they just like recreate every show, but with dogs <laughs> hey, and like dog people. I think it, it would be amazing. <laughs> it was, let, let's create it ourselves. <laughs> well, so so you were just referencing a little bit ago about this blog post you did, and that's actually how I how I kind of discovered you and messaged you is because I saw this blog post on your blog and it was what dog industry job is right for you. And I loved it because you like outlined so many different things in so many different industries that like I haven't really even touched on. This is, Mm -hmm. this is episode 40 that we're recording right now. So in 39 episodes, I've never interviewed a vet. I've never interviewed a dog groomer. I've never interviewed a dog sitter or walker. And so those are kind of like three, you know, professions that you think of immediately. So I just think it's so cool that you kind of have all of them. (laughs) No, it is a lot of information. And I mean, I'd love for people to go read the blog post. I pretty much outline the pros and cons of each dog job that I've done. Um, I kind of start off saying working with dogs requires a lot of patience and Mm -hmm. it requires a certain type of personality but I feel like each one requires a different personality that really anyone can find one that they love and uh like I mean for example I say like working as a dog groomer a huge pro is that you can express your creativity and meet new friends because I mean it's just a bunch of girls kind of shoved into a salon all day and so it can be fun just you know having fun with the dogs and having fun with new people and uh, it's also just a really awesome skill to have. I mean, as you get older, you're going to, you know, get more dogs. These dogs might have different hair types and all yeah. this stuff. And, and you'll save a lot of money, <laughs> like not having to take your dog to the groomer every six to eight weeks. Yeah, that's very and, true. And uh, just doing it yourself. And so I really love learning that skill. A huge con was 
that, you know, it can just be like I can kind of outline a little bit more about the pros and cons that I did write about is that it can definitely be a stressful environment. Yeah. You're trying to make money and you're trying to knock out as many dogs as possible in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And this can vary, obviously, from salon to salon. But just from the example that I have experienced while working under a corporate company is uh, like people rushing, people getting stressed out. And then if you're stressed out, all your coworkers are stressed out and it can become a stressful environment. Well, and sure. plus dogs are so receptive to the vibe. Exactly. So Mm -hmm. if everyone's like really tense, you know, even if they're not like shouting at each other, but I think just like being tense, dogs pick up on that and then they're stressed out and they're uncomfortable and it just like creates a whole tornado. Yeah. And that is huge. Like if there's one thing that I have 100% learned, it's that dogs 100% understand your feelings Uh and they, they, you, the energy that you give off, they're going to understand it and they're going to have that same exact energy. So staying positive and staying just lighthearted and fun, you know, with the dogs is going to be your number one key to success in any of these jobs. Do you have a favorite out of all of your dog jobs that you've done so far? Well, um, right now I'm a dog trainer and I, I love training. I mean, I, I found it because I was still dog grooming. I was kind of getting discouraged with the whole path I was taking to become a vet tech. Mm -hmm. I I wasn't quite sure if it's something I still wanted to do. I felt like there was something still out there for me. I just wasn't quite sure what it was yet. And it was just insane how it came up. I was just laying in bed one night on my phone, just thinking about, you know, my path, thinking about what I want to do and coming up with all these ideas. And I, I happened to follow this dog trainer on Instagram about a year prior and she's a celebrity dog trainer. I found her because some social media influence posted about her. And uh, her name is Kaylin Monkowitz. And uh, her company is called All Things Pups. And she had just posted on her Instagram story that they were looking for um, an apprentice. And that there was no requirement that you had to have worked in dog training before. Mm-hmm. I was just looking at it. And I was just like, hmm. I was like, let's go ahead and apply and see how it goes. I love how you just see things and you just apply for them and just go for (laughs) them. I think that's so inspiring because like other people would kind of like hem and haw and they like wouldn't do it and they'd regret it and all this stuff. And I just think it's really awesome. Like everything that you've done, you're like, I just saw this thing and I was like, well, why not? (laughs) Well, I just think it's huge that like, if you're going to try try and find your dream job and try and find what you were meant to do. You really need to step out of your comfort zone. You can't mm-hmm. just sit around, keep going day by day, like thinking about what's going to come next and then just waiting for it to happen. And, uh, and I just, I never in a million years really thought that she was going to get back to me, honestly. Like I thought she was in San Diego and, uh, and that's how I was just like, okay, let's just give it a try. So I applied and she got back to me and we went through the whole interview process and then suddenly I was an apprentice and uh, I went with her with all to all of her sessions for a few months and uh, I just put a lot of work into it and uh, and and yeah they ended up hiring me as a dog trainer so, so awesome. I work for them now. Sorry to interrupt the interview, but I would love to see what you're doing while you catch up with the Wear Wag Repeat podcast. 
take a screenshot of this episode in your podcast player or snap a selfie with your earbuds in. Bonus points if it's on a dog walk and share it to your Instagram stories tagging me at tmystic. I'll keep an eye out for mentions and I would love to give you a shout out from my own account. Okay, now back to the episode. What was the interview process like? Um, what did they like want to see you around animals or? Exactly. Yeah. So first off, it was, um, so the company's run by two people and uh, her and her business partner. And I had an interview with the business partner and then I had an interview with her over the phone. And then I had um, an in-person interview with the business partner. And then I had a working interview with her. So oh, cool. <laughs> it was four interviews. Wow. And, uh, and as I was doing the whole process at first, you know, like I said, it was kind of a thing that I was kind of like, oh, why not? Let's just try it. And then suddenly something clicked in my head and I was like, I should probably take this a little bit more seriously because <laughs> this seems like really like the perfect job for me. Yeah. And, uh, and then from then on out, I was just trying to learn as much as I could from her and trying to do all this research online. And she has a book. She wrote a book. Um, it's a... Uh, where is it? I'm going to show you on the screen. That's okay. You she can just, just tell. You can just <laughs> tell me on it. <laughs> she, she has a dog training book. So it's kind of like a guide for puppy training. It kind of lays out from the moment that you get your dog how to, you know, provide them with all the things that they need, how to the get right started on training blocks. right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's called the puppy training handbook. So, so it makes okay, sense. Cool. Yeah. Well, but, I'll link up to that in the show notes. So if anyone wants to check it out, they can go to wherewagrepeat.com yeah, and, and look that up and we'll link to it. I, I have, I did like a lot of dog training when my dogs were younger. So Lucy is almost seven now. So when she mm-hmm. was a puppy, we did a lot of training, but then, um, last year in 2018, um, I got her certified as a therapy dog. So we did a lot more training to kind of like get her up to speed to pass that test, even though the test is not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she's, she's just like very sweet and I think naturally inclined to be good at that. But it was really fun. Like probably for three or four months, we were going to um, these group training classes for therapy dogs um, or therapy dogs in training. Mm-hmm. And it was a local group that, um, someone started it. And so, like you said, it was just nice to have like a little community and make some friends through it and kind of get our dogs together and also get our dogs to be more better behaved <laughs> was also kind of a bonus, but it was like the best part was really to have like that community. Yeah. And it's amazing how smart our dogs are. They yeah, can learn exactly. so many things. And so dog training is really rewarding. Even like, I mean, I do it at a very casual level compared to what you do, mm-hmm. but it's so rewarding. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that was kind of one of the huge pros I listed on my blog post about dog training was just, it's rewarding. They love it. You love it. It's it's fun for everyone. And the only, really the only con that I put on there was that it requires patience and yes. you just have to, you have to have that to be a dog trainer. You have to understand that dogs are incredibly smart. You just need to, you, you need to work on it and it takes time and it's just so rewarding though. Like once they start understanding everything and, and just working in this job, like 
not once have I gone to work thinking like, oh, this is not going to be a fun day. This is going to suck. Like, no, like every single day has just been wonderful and every single day is different too. Right. Well, and, the possibilities are endless. You could be training a dog to heal or you could be training them to like do a fun trick. Yeah, exactly. And there's still so much room for improvement. Um, I mean, and you saw earlier, I brought up my little puppy. Yes. I, I just got a new puppy a few weeks ago. Shannon answered. So we do these interviews over Skype and Shannon answered the phone with like a puppy right in the camera and it was the (laughs) greatest thing ever. (laughs) Yeah. So I adore him. His name is Chance. I mean, he has a little Instagram too. It's it's life period with period chance and pictures are just adorable, but he, uh, He's just been awesome. And, he's a um, fluffy little like golden saying, retriever. Right? Yeah, he's yeah. such a little fluff ball. Yeah. And he's just great. And I had just adored having him. And uh, he just has such a wonderful personality. And another huge thing about dog training is that there's still room to improve and to learn new things. And actually, out of nowhere, some student at USC contacted me about them filming a commercial for Sony. Oh, cool. And they're like, we're looking for a puppy golden retriever. Like, how do you... How do you feel about bringing him on set? And I was like, sure, <laughs> like, let's do it. So that was on Sunday. That was a few days ago. So, oh my gosh. Went, so wait, how did that go? How did he respond to like all the lights and like the people and all that stuff? Huge, huge thing was that he was perfect. He literally <laughs> did everything that he was supposed to do. And I was a little nervous about it at first, but when I first got him, which was out in Colorado where my parents live, Mm -hmm. it was during a family reunion. So he had already been passed around a ton. He's met so many people. He's just been exposed to all this stuff, including a plane ride. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously me being mindful about it and keeping him safe the whole time, but he hasn't shown an ounce of any skittishness yet or anything that like would be a warning sign that he wouldn't be able to handle it. So he handled it perfectly, and uh, it took like it took a huge, you know, a chunk out of the time from him actually behaving and doing what he was supposed to be oh, doing. Oh yeah, I'm sure and the production like, people were really appreciative. So what did he have to do? Did he just have to like run across the screen or something? Well, pretty much. Um, it was so. I mean, I'll I'd love to sh- show the commercial to you once it comes out. Yeah, so when it comes out, we'll have to share it. Sure. Yeah, and uh, little chance and, is famous um, already. <laughs> little famous, but, but he, he, it's a flashback of um, a daughter getting a puppy for Christmas, and then it goes to the flash forward of an adult golden retriever who was on set, and uh, and then they're you know still it's Christmas and they're opening gifts that morning, and so that's pretty much the. It the sounds like of- it's gonna make me cry. It's it's pretty adorable. <laughs> I'm so excited to see it. But yeah, he pretty much just had to play with the little girl, run around, be brought in by the mom. Um, oh and there's just God. so many shots and so much that goes into filming a commercial. Yeah. Um, just a lot of people don't really expect that. And he's just wonderful the whole time. And I just had to like kind of stand off screen and direct him to do certain things, like to sit and to come and to run and all that stuff. Yeah. And we've already been working on training so much. He was just so good with it i mean for the rest of the night everyone was like oh you're gonna do this more right like you're gonna be doing this again in the future and i was like i haven't really thought that far yet but like oh my gosh we're gonna add this to your resume of like celebrity dog agent (laughs) i might we'll see (laughs) we'll see about it but i'm hoping to kind of work on that too to see it see you know 
what it takes, see how much you can train the pup to do it. And he's just so well-mannered that I feel like it's not going to be that much of an issue. Yeah, I think there's a huge demand for that. This is something I don't really talk about that much on Wear, Wag, Repeat at all, but I act in commercials. That's like one of my side jobs. Yeah, you don't talk about that. No, I never never talk about it because it's like doesn't usually involve dogs. But there was one commercial I did last year that had a dog in it. And his name was, or her name, I think, was Fluffy. <laughs> but in the commercial, it was like, oh, the dog, uh, I forget what the dog's name was. It was something different. There's, there's Lucy barking. But I remember, like, it took a lot of extra time to shoot the commercial because the dog yeah. wouldn't do exactly what they wanted. And I'm actually kind of pleased the dog didn't do it because they wanted the dog to kind of, like, growl at one of the people in the commercial and the dog wouldn't do it and I was like oh good because I don't (laughs) like people to portray dogs as like aggressive and growling I know I'm like, like, making the dog. yeah I'm like it worked out better because now the dog just portrayed itself as just being kind of goofy and sweet it was it was like a reddish lab so much more in character of the breed so yeah I'll have to find that and share that commercial as well yeah you totally should that's so funny I had no idea but but no, there's definitely a demand for that type of stuff. So yeah. I feel like there's always room to grow and to learn more. Yeah. And so, so, yeah, I'm excited to see how that goes too. Yeah, that's super exciting. Are there any, so you mentioned um, your boss's book that she has. Are there any other kind of books and resources that you would recommend people check out to learn more about working in the dog industry? Yeah, well, um, I do have my blog and my blog is pupsonthecoast.com. I started this blog a few months ago. I'm still working on it a ton, and I just, I love the way it's turning out. I love the Instagram associated with it. I pretty much just go over, like, what it's like to work in the grooming salon, tips and tricks for grooming your dog, tips and tricks for training your puppy. Yeah. And I'm also going to, you know, kind of update everyone on how Chance, my little golden puppy, how his training's going, too. And just obviously raising a puppy can be hard. It takes a lot of work, and so I just I just want to bring people with that and have them see how it goes That's and all so that awesome. stuff. So I have my blog, and then also the company I work for, All Things Pups, they have a blog as well, and they're very focused on dog training. And so if you want to learn more about dog training, you can go to allthingspups.com as well. Awesome. As well as her Instagram, too. Her Instagram is allthingspups. <laughs> okay, good. So check out All Things Pups on Instagram and also Pups on the Coast on Instagram and also the blog for all of those. Mm-hmm. And see what Shannon's doing and look for Chance's commercial. <laughs> I can't wait to show everyone. <laughs> it's going to be something else. I know it's going to be out in a few weeks because it's going to be around Christmas time. Yeah. But yeah, from what it looked like, it's it might be a tearjerker, so... It reminds me a little bit of the Subaru commercial with the chocolate lab that starts out as a puppy and then it's older and then like, then it's like really old and that makes me cry every time. Yeah. All those, any commercial with a dog, it's going to make me cry. Okay. Well, so we have to wrap up this episode, but now I'm decided I'm going to do a whole spinoff episode just talking about dog commercials. Yeah, we should. There's still so much that happens on dog commercials it was just crazy i know okay cool well shannon thank you so much for being in the show everyone can find you at everything we just mentioned and when in doubt just go to wearwagrepeat.com and you can find the show notes for this episode with all the links well thank you so much i really enjoyed being on here with you 
Thank you for listening to the Wear Wag Repeat podcast. You can fetch show notes at wearwagrepeat.com. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And until next time, we'll see you around the dog park. <laughs>